Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer from Cat Swamp Road in Warren County, New Jersey. And if you're new to the show, an extra welcome. And I just want you to know that I consider all of my listeners my family. So I hope that you join in and I could consider you to be family also. And as you know, we get together here on Rural Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 147, every Saturday morning at 11 a.m., and then again normally on Sunday at 6 p.m., and that's both in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. But this week, the Sunday show will be airing early, and that's at 3 p.m. because of the rodeo. And as that say, I don't mind being uh, superseded for the rodeo or the FFA or anything else like that or the 4-H. That's wonderful. So just in case you are new that we do get together back on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Uh, But, 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 but a week after everything airs on Sirius, it is on my website, farmmachinerydigest.com. So you could always go there and click on the tab that says FMD Radio, and all of the back episodes will be posted for your um, for you to reference, and they, they'll be there forever, God willing, right? So they don't go away. And But I do want to give a uh, special thank you to on so many listeners that reached out to me last week because <clears throat> there was a little bit of a faux pas over at Rural Radio, and they and for this Saturday's episode, they sent the previous week. And I was not aware of that because I was on the plane coming back from Commodity Classic. So when I got back here to the farm, I checked my email, and a number of you guys reached out to me, and I want to thank you so much for telling me that and for being so concerned that that that's, that's unbelievable. But then again, but then on Sunday last Sunday, that show did air properly. But then again, don't worry about it because you could go to my website and check that out. And I would like for you to do that, or I ask for you to do that, simply because the show last week that was supposed to air on Saturday and only aired on Sunday was I was a topic that I feel will be of interest to almost everyone that is in the audience. And it's about mineral oil and synthetic oil. That's a question that never seems to uh, be answered enough times. And in that episode, I also talk about when it is better to use a mineral oil instead of a synthetic oil. So please go to my website, farmmachinerydigest.com, and uh, you could uh, download and listen to that whenever you want. And it is the full episode as it would have been aired on Sirius XM. But I got, it's time for me to give some shout outs. And because I got a number of pins in my map this week, and by by reaching out to me at Hot Rod Farmer at FarmMachineryDigest.com and telling me where you listen from, that you automatically go into the drawing for a free USA-made Hot Rod Farmer embossed Hot Rod Farmer license plates, which should be getting here any day now. And then once I start, once I get them, I'm going to start to be pulling some names. And as I always say, it, it, because you reached out to me one week and you didn't win that week, that means nothing because the contest, everybody's name goes into the contest and eventually, not so to tell you this, everybody is eventually going to win. Eventually, right? But we got to work through this this box and pulling names out. And Allie, my cat, is going to be laying in the box and Donald is going to be laying in the box. So I have to get the names around them. 
but here are the shout outs <clears throat> the first one is to mr david osterlo and he's a da- a g- organic dairy farmer with his son and they farm over in maria stein ohio the next is mr albert radloff and he is uh, from the minnesota area and he's got i met him at commodity classic and he wanted a pin and a map and he listens to the show on sirius xm and uh he is a a a, a agronomist with a phd and he's doing a lot of very very interesting work uh, we had a long discussion but he's also on his way to tanzania so he gave me a pin not only in minneapolis area of minnesota and he grew up on a dairy farm and his family are all dairy farmers so he's the type of guy who has the practical and the education and he's on his way to tanzania to do some work there and he'll be there for a while so we're going to put a pin in the map for for tanzania so he's got two albert radloff has two one in minnesota and one in tanzania now next is mr rock kachnig and i met him at commodity classic he came up to me i was talking to someone and i guess he recognized this new jersey accent and he is from illinois and then there's mr Corey atley from ohio mr chad henderson from alabama and mr seth wood from richmond virginia area and if those names ring any bells well Corey and chad are both on court the tv show corn warriors and they're hot rodders Corey is a tractor puller and chad is a drag racer and then seth wood is the creator and owner of those two shows so they all got pins in my map they all wanted a pin in my map and that potential of that hot rod farmer license plate so what we're going to do today because fuel prices are so high i'm going to discuss ways to lower your cost not at the pump but what it costs you either to operate your equipment per hour or to drive a mile so sit pat during the break and then we will discuss fuel economy after that There's not a better time of year than when you get to March. From Blue Bloods to Cinderella Stories, hear your school play their way into the NCAA tournament. This week on Sirius XM and the SXM app, hear live games from 27 men's and women's conference tournaments, including every game of the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC on our Power 5 conference channels. Up, up, and away. Left-hand jam. For a full schedule of games, go to SiriusXM.com slash college basketball schedule. RFD TV brings the ag industry news you care about. A lot of producers really looked at the hope mm-hmm. of being able to get this deal done. Tailored forecasts for farmers and ranchers. You can see the pockets of red across Texas. That has become a problem. And going forward in time, we just don't have a lot of rainfall headed that way. Live, direct reports from the trading floor with expert market analysis. We have Oliver Slope standing by, and he is with Blue Line Futures. Well, the, the outside markets are going to be the, the driving factor and the focal point in this week's trade. A focus on Washington ag policy. RFD-TV's Emily Buck joins us from our Washington, D.C. News Bureau. The president reaffirms his commitment for rural America, supporting farmers through the pandemic. And live reports from across the nation. See lots of fun and exciting stories, especially lots of hard work that goes into this. Stories you'll find only on RFD TV, celebrating our 20th year as Rural America's most important network.
Tune in for Commodity Wrap each weekday morning at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, and every evening at 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. I'm Marlon Bowling, bringing you the latest market details and talking with a variety of market experts on location at the CME Group. From grains to livestock and everywhere in between, your rural radio team will keep you informed of the latest developments the minute they happen. We're gathering the news and insights you need to stay ahead of the curve and protect your bottom line. It's Commodity Wrap on Rural Radio, Sirius XM Channel 147, your market authority. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the Hot Rod Farmer, and we're going to talk about fuel economy and getting your cost either per acre, per mile, or per hour down. And as I said in the opening segment, obviously I have no control over the price of fuel, but the thing is that just like I say all the time, it's not what you make, it's what you keep that counts, is that if you apply some protocols and you improve the fuel efficiency of your equipment, regardless whether it's a semi or your your personal pickup truck or car or a combine or a tractor or what have you, then effectively you are paying less for fuel. So in essence, it would be if you were wasteful when the price was lower and you're more efficient when the price is higher, then you're going to get hopefully close to back to the same place. Over here in New Jersey, there's a big variation in the price of gasoline and diesel fuel. The highest I saw for regular unleaded gasoline, which is E10, is was $4.59 a gallon. That's the highest I saw in Warren County, where I live and farm. And the lowest I saw was $4.19 a gallon. And obviously, that's with a 0.9, right? Because there's always that 0.9 on the price. And then uh, diesel fuel seems to have a little bit less of a disparity as far as the price is concerned. It's probably around 5.30 gallons. So never in my lifetime did I ever think in my beloved America that I would be seeing these kind of these kind of fuel prices. And uh, and I don't know whether they're transitory or they're going to stay but they're probably going to stay longer than we all like. And if they come down, they usually come down very, very slowly. And in marketing, they also call that sticky pricing. So something peaks and goes up and it sticks on the ceiling. And even though the dynamics of maybe um, the price of crude oil goes down or something, but the price seems to remain high. And that's what we're going to have to work with. So the thing is that... I'm I'm going to bypass the traditional things that people talk about fuel economy, and I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna say well you know make sure your tires are aired up. That's I mean that's obviously there's um, yeah that's obviously very important. Make sure you have the proper tire pressure, the engine is tuned up, what have you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm going to explain to you how an engine consumes fuel, and then I'm going to hopefully uh, break into how you could modify your your driving procedure to uh, improve the or, or minimize the fuel usage on whether it's a gasoline or diesel engine. So we're not going to go into the basics of putting tire, we're talking about tire pressure and everything else. So now, the thing is that, and I will make note during the during the show whether this whether it's whether something i'm saying is particular to gasoline or to diesel engines now we look at fuel economy and we could register it in gallons per hour used or we could register it in miles or kilometers for my listeners up in canada or how how much uh fuel is burned per acre now when i was um 
on the road last week. I heard on RFD, on, on the market day report, that they had some data and they were saying that uh, to farm a acre of no-till corn, and what they were qualifying that is to plant it, to spray it, and to harvest it, consumes about two and a half gallons of diesel fuel. So um, I know that, that the data that RFD gives is always is very, very, very accurate. So I guess there's variations in there uh, based upon how many trips you go across the field and what have you. So, but we could keep that two and a half gallon per acre number, and that's for no-till corn. They didn't give it to me for, they didn't uh, state anything else. So we'll use that and keep that in the back of our mind. Now, you know, just like as a, as a farmer, you need to understand what has to happen for the seed to germinate. Well, same thing has to happen. What you need to do is understand how an engine transfers chemical to mechanical energy. And every engine is, when it's developed and when it's tested, um, is rated for fuel economy. I'm not talking about an EPA sticker that you have on the window. But as an engineer and as a development engineer, what you would look at is the rate of fuel consumption the engine has. And every engineer's goal is to to minimize the fuel consumption of, of, the, of their design. Just like every farmer's goal is to get the highest yield from their crop or the most milk from their cows or, or whatever they happen to be uh, raising what their commodity is. Now, as an engineer, what you look at is something called BSFC, and that stands for Brake Specific Fuel Consumption. And that is measured on a dynamometer, and it's measured with, with a calculation of fuel flow meters, how much fuel the engine is, uses and how much is returned. And that's whether it's gasoline or whether it's diesel, it makes no difference, whether it has a carburetor or whether it's fuel-injected, common rail, pump line nozzle is irrelevant. So brake-specific fuel consumption is the rate of fuel that is consumed, and it's measured in pounds. Not, it's not measured in gallons or ounces, it's measured in pounds. So it's the amount of fuel that is used to produce one horsepower for one hour. So arguably, let's say that you had, and it's, for the most part, it's a decimal rating, all right? So it's going to be much less than one. So let's say if you had a, a, um, a, uh, a, a little lawnmower engine, like a uh, on a, on a push mower, like a Briggs and Stratton engine, then that may not be, and that may actually be more inefficient as far as its conversion from chemical to mechanical energy than the engine in your semi. But because the engine in your semi is producing more power, it's going to consume more fuel. So that is where we get to the idea that the faster you drive, the more, the faster you drive a road vehicle, the faster you go across a field with a tractor pulling a planter or pulling a piece of tillage equipment or going across the field with a sprayer or a combine, the more work that needs to be done, it's going to be intrinsically linked to more fuel. But it is because it's brake-specific fuel consumption, the amount of fuel to produce that horsepower registered in pounds for one hour. So that is that is uh, 
that is how the metric is is determined now also what so the first thing basically is that obviously we don't want we want to minimize the idling time of an engine because when you're idling an engine i know if you're going into harvest and you're sitting there waiting for the grain cart and the combine it's nice to have the air conditioner on and to listen to the radio and do everything so we'll, we'll take that out of the equation for today's show all right the idling of the combine at harvest but regardless is that most people and everyone is guilty of this is that over the years we've picked up a lot of bad bad habits that we do normally that are that are counterproductive to creating good fuel economy and i'm using the word fuel economy because like i say could be a road vehicle or a piece of farm equipment or, or whatever it makes no difference so one of the biggest faux pas is that you that we idle engines and when you idle an engine as i was saying you're not creating any you're not doing any work and you're not doing and you're not cre- creating any motion you're not going any place so that engine is wasting fuel when it's sitting and idling and that you know that sounds rudimentary but so many of us have gotten used to pulling up talking to someone and idling the engine getting out of the truck or the tractor and idling the engine and then i don't want you to go crazy with this but if you're a type of person that does a lot of idling that is going to drastically drastically impact the amount of fuel that you're using and accomplishing nothing more with it now a tractor augering corn or grain out of a bin that's doing work so that is not considered idling so idling is what the engine is running there's no work being done and there's no movement you're not going forwards or backwards you're not you're not traveling anywhere now the other thing that comes into play is your driving style so as i started to say the faster you go the the more power the engine needs to produce and because of brake specific fuel consumption it is going to use more fuel now but something else comes into play and on all of and on specifically on a road vehicle whether it's a semi or whether it's a car or a pickup truck i always make all those state all those things to somebody and think it's just one thing is that it is very very hard as an engineer to have an engine become be very efficient that has transient operation and what transient operation is described as the throttle constantly being moved in and out now on both a gasoline and a diesel engine regardless of how whether it's carburetor pump line nozzle tier four or some sort of fuel injection system on a gasoline engine during throttle transition more fuel is is evoked and 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 the reason why more fuel is evoked is for twofold number one when you're moving that when you're opening the throttle then the engine is being asked to produce more power but also when you're opening the throttle there is a rush of air into the engine now i know somebody may be listening and saying well on an old pump line nozzle engine diesel there was no throttle so yes but you're asking the engine to create more power and then as it creates more power and the piston velocity increases it's going to it's going to pump more air so we have to cover that hole in simplistic sakes we have to cover that hole so during transient fuel operation i mean transient throttle operation the engine is going to have an additional amount of fuel and on fuel injection they call that asynchronous pulses 
which means it's not synchronized to the firing events. There's more pulses than there are firing events. So in essence, in, in a practical application, what does this mean? So so the more aggressive that you are going in at a throttle or the more digital you are, then you're going to decrease fuel economy and you're not going to get across that field any quicker. You're not going to get to your destination any quicker. What you're going to do is dramatically drop the fuel economy of that particular application. So if you so if you're going in and out of the throttle aggressively, then you are going to be evoking these asynchronous pulses, acceleration enrichment. So the thing basically is just, well, I have to get in and out of the throttle. How do I get in and out of the throttle? What you want to do is you want to roll into the throttle very easily. And if you roll into the throttle very easily, so you're starting to climb a hill, what we call in the industry, and Ford used this term, crowd the throttle. Let's say like you would put, like you're trying to move some cattle into a pen, right? You're going to put pressure on them. You're not going to go charge them. You're going to put pressure on them to move the cattle into the pen. So you crowd the throttle. If you crowd the throttle gently, you'll be able to not evoke these additional fuel pulses which would be akin to like an accelerator pump in a carburetor on an old carburetor if you hit the throttle quickly you'd have accelerator pump shot if you crowded the throttle gently you would not evoke the accelerator pump shot to such an extent and that is why if you want to get the best fuel economy on a road vehicle be it a semi be it your pickup truck whatever it may be is that you do not want to use the the cruise control because the cruise control thinks in one dimension it wants to maintain that speed and it's very very digital with the throttle you may not know it you may not feel it but if you had a a more modern vehicle and you plugged in with an obd2 scanner be it on a diesel or be it on a gasoline engine you will see if you read the throttle position sensor the cruise control is probably the worst thing that you could use to get to try to get better fuel economy the industry should say use the cruise control well if you're a terribly erratic driver in and out of the throttle 60 miles an hour 70 miles an hour 50 miles an hour whatever then you would get better fuel economy in the cruise control but you want to be able to roll into that throttle and you want to be able to maintain that so you do not evoke those additional fuel pulses and even if you think back to an old pump line nozzle diesel engine right if you were to roll into the throttle you would you would probably never see any black smoke you wouldn't roll any coal you whack the throttle hard all right you see a puff of black smoke because even though it was not the same it was an acceleration enrichment so the thing basically is is that you want to be able to not only not only lower your speed and we're going to talk about that a little bit more after the break but you want to be very very gentle and very what we would call in engineering analog with the throttle because every time that you go more aggressively with the throttle you are going to be evoking an additional fuel pulse in either through the gasoline injector or the diesel injector which is doing nothing to get you across the field quicker or to get you to your destination so we're going to finish up with this after the, after the break I'm 
Valentine Morgan, host of U.S. Farm Report. Join me each weekend as we explore the news and issues that matter the most to agriculture. We know this past year has been challenging in many ways, but as agriculture continues to adapt, we are right there with you. From markets to weather, each weekend we take a deep dive into what matters most. Join me each weekend for U.S. Farm Report, timely, trusted tradition. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to a very special show. Country music history comes alive with stars, songs, and stories. You know, we're blessed with great stars here on our show tonight. The face and voice of country music on TV and radio. Having a good time? This is going to be fun. Country Music Hall of Fame member Ralph Emery. Sunday right here on America's only agribusiness and western lifestyle network, Rural Radio. There's more to come here on the Ralph Emery Show. This is a Dairy Radio Minute. Lucas, we are living in one of the most uncertain and volatile times ever as the war between Russia and Ukraine keeps our attention. Last week's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates again lowered its U.S. milk production estimate and raised U.S. milk prices. Your thoughts? Yes, it is definitely a troubling time in the world. But focusing specifically on dairy, the situation is a little bit less removed than something like wheat or corn will be based on the geopolitical turmoil. In dairy, specifically in the WASDE, we did have a significant lower revision in milk production expectations from USDA this month. In February, USDA thought that 2022 output would be up 0.4%, but this month we're looking at a negative 0.1% output. Lucas Fees, Director of Dairy Market intelligence with high ground dairy in chicago all right it's not going to be any under the sheet metal segment today because i went long and everyone tried to put some closure to this uh another thing i want to bring up is that it gets back to brake specific fuel consumption and engine thermal efficiency is that you know when you're climbing a hill if you if you try if you want to try to gain some speed before that hill and that's even with a passenger car not just with a semi or a truck and you're able to roll into that throttle and gain four or five miles per hour before you start to approach that hill and then also let the engine find its sweet spot now i'm not saying that you drop down to 30 miles an hour going up a hill but the difference in the amount of fuel consumption because of the amount of power, if you look at the amount of power that you need to climb a, a let's say, a 2% grade that's 70 miles an hour versus 65 miles per hour, it's dramatically different. So all of, this little, all of these little things cumulatively add up. And then also, if you do the math and you say to yourself, okay, fine, if I'm going to average 65 miles per hour going to the grain elevator, elevator versus 75 miles per hour i mean you're talking about a minute or two that you're getting there sooner but that may equate to a 20 percent or 15 percent drop in 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 fuel consumption and let's say if we do 10 percent for easy numbers and diesel fuel is five dollars a gallon then you just took 50 cents a gallon off of that price no not at the pump but your cost per mile same thing is with your tractor a lot of modern equipment have have fuel consumption meters on their displays you may find let's say i'm making up arbitrary numbers that you're pulling the 
planter at six miles an hour you go down to 5.5 miles per gallon 5.5 miles per hour you may save a uh, a half a gallon but listen i have to get going because the show is over and i want you to know that the hot rod farmer is pulling for you the american farmer and rancher and my beloved america sorry to cut you off like that but uh, i went too long as usual have a blessed day bye bye We know you love rodeo as much as we do. And now, with the Cowboy Channel Plus app, there's a whole lot more to love. So whether you're listening to live rodeo action from across the country, browsing the archive to catch up on past events, or following along while you listen on the radio, we want to hear about it. Shoot an email to Patrick at RFDTV.com to let Rural Media Group founder and president Patrick Gotch know how you are using the Cowboy Channel Plus. Don't have it yet? Sign up at CowboyChannelPlus.com today. Listen, farming is all about appreciating the simple things in life. So why make it complicated? I'm Rob Sharkey of Shark Farmer Radio, and I just want to cut down the confusion and delve deeper and deeper into the tangled controversies within the farming world. There's so much to learn from the great people of agriculture. So forget the nonsense and let's get back to the basics on Shark Farmer Radio, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio 147 on Sirius XM. Justin Mills here, rancher and host of the Working Ranch Radio Show, inviting you to join us on Saturday and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern on Rural Radio Channel 147. We'll go in-depth on topics that are relevant to the beef industry, plus we'll hear from meteorologist Don Day on the long-term weather outlook, and the Captain Tim O'Burn with Working Ranch Magazine will stop in for Tim's Two Cents. So join us on Saturday and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern for the Working Ranch Radio Show on Rural Radio Channel 147, Sirius XM. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder with Kinder Outdoors. Saturday mornings at 9, right here on Rural Radio, Channel 147. And I'm inviting you to join us at the Camp House this Saturday morning. Also, if you've got a minute or two, drop by the website. It's kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. I've got my latest blog up there. And we're giving away some really cool Kinder Outdoors t-shirts. All you have to do is register. I sure hope you'll join us. Saturday morning at 9 Eastern.